Hi, I'm Emily. Hi, I'm Nicole. And this is Yes Dude, the show about shit we like. Hi. Hi. Spooky Halloween. It's Halloween week. It's Halloween tomorrow. Ooh. It's very exciting. Ghostesses. Do you work Halloween? I do not this year. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, I can sit at home. And watch Halloween movies. Yeah, that's literally what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'd say eat candy, but we're doing our diet bet, and that would not be a good idea towards the end, so don't do that. I know. I'm like, I could do that, but also I could not do that. <laughs> so I'm talking to someone on Tinder right now. We're talking okay. about Halloween. And they're like, oh, so what scary movies are you going to put in your marathon? And I'm like, okay. First of all, we haven't, like, met in person. I'm not going to invite someone over to my place <laughs> and tell them where I live if we've never met. And I don't know that they're not a murderer. But also, if I we had, like, met <laughs> last week or whatever, and it was cool and everything, then, like, you have to have, like, a Halloween movie snackathon. <laughs> so also, right? I couldn't, I can't invite anyone over <laughs> because then I have to no. eat snacks. <laughs> But also, literally, yeah. we started our conversation about movie snacks, basically. So, Oh, there you go. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it was mostly sarcastic. But, oh. <laughs> well, I included uh, uncooked spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so, in my bio, I have a little bit crunchy, a little bit rock and roll. And he's like, oh, I only like my rock and roll crunchy. And I'm like, yeah, crunchy is always good. And he's like, yeah, it is. When is it not good? And then I was like, yeah, granola and popcorn and uncooked spaghetti noodles. I can't think of a negative. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, rule of threes. The last one has to be dumb. (laughs) Right. Always. There has to be some ridiculous answer. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) I miss writing Tinder bios. I'm glad I don't have to do it anymore for myself. How about that? Yeah. (laughs) There's some wild ones out there. Ugh, I hate copy pastas. <laughs> it's funny the first time you see it, and then literally every dude is like, oh, this is his Ansari joke. And I'm like, yeah, I know, your car gets set on fire and you don't care, whatever. <laughs> like, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Aziz Ansari anyways. I try, I've, like, watched three of it or, like, two or three of his Netflix specials, and I just can't. I... I don't know what it is. I have not watched any of his stuff because... Did you see the thing? <laughs> so, what year was it? 2018 that Me Too happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone wrote a letter. That what? Me Too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Someone wrote a letter about him. And obviously it wasn't on the scale of, like, Harvey Weinstein, but... But close enough. Like, enough to, like, say something. I mean, yeah. Depending on your thoughts on the thing, it could have just been a bad date. And he's, like, kind of an asshole, but also, like... I mean, this yeah. person felt uncomfortable. Exactly. So. Give him that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm just not a huge fan. Yeah. He has one Thanks. joke about this time that he was at a restaurant and 50 Cent was also there. And it's pretty good because in the joke, I don't know how much of it is real, but in the joke, 50 Cent orders a grapefruit soda and then the waiter brings it out and he asks the waiter why it's pink. <laughs> and Hansi's on sorry, he's like, he thinks that grapefruit is a grape. Oh, Fitty. He kind of dropped off the map. Yeah. Actually, I could say his name <laughs> during my first topic if you wanted me to. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I have this. I can't see myself. Why do I always try to hold things up to the camera? I haven't tasted I was it actually... yet because I'm like, do I take a video and like post it on Instagram? But also, I don't like, do I don't do Instagram live and I don't, I hate all of that stuff. It makes me uncomfortable <laughs> to just like hey, I don't know what to do with my hands or my face, <laughs> but... I was actually going to ask you if you had opened that I yet. I did and... open it before, so it wouldn't, like, hiss <laughs> on Mike, but it's a Coca-Cola, and it's cinnamon-flavored, and we're going to taste test it right now, <laughs> because it smells yes, I'm so glad. like those cinnamon pine cones. It's so cinnamon. I'm glad you waited. <laughs> I was so curious. <laughs> sniff test is it strong it smells like the cinnamon pine cones it's so strong okay you know like when you walk into the grocery store and they're by the front door and you can smell it 
the entire yes. way. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> smells like Christmas. Just drink regular Coke. <laughs> it, it smells <laughs> like cinnamon so intensely. But because Coke is already kind of like spicier than Pepsi, mm-hmm. it, it kind of... It's already kind of cinnamon <laughs> in feel when you drink regular Coke anyway, so. Just adds a little extra burn. Yeah, there's barely, it's like you were chewing, like, cinnamon gum an hour ago, and then you drank a Coke. Okay. <laughs> it's very faint. I feel like I need to try this now. Yeah. Because I had the cinnamon Pepsi way back. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I'm glad we did that. Yeah. That's what I'm drinking. What are you drinking? <laughs> I actually don't have anything. I just had a glass of orange juice and I had a peach fresca earlier. Are you going to have to go get something to drink halfway through? Maybe. <laughs> okay. I think I'm, I'll be okay. I've been hydrating all day. Yeah. I had so we'll see. coffee on my way to work. Okay. Here's the thing that I realized this morning. It's wild that Dunkin' Donuts only has almond milk. Because what do you do if you don't drink dairy, but also you have a nut allergy? I haven't had that thought until today. I'm like, who only has almond milk as an alternative? Right? You'd think they'd for soy. Yeah. That's so weird. And then now they have oat milk, but they're always out of the oat milk. So I ordered my coffee with the oat milk. And then I went to pick it up. And she was like, oh, we don't have any oat milk. We only have almond. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Then they couldn't find, like, the the little printout sticker because I order online. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't find the, like, sticker. She's like, yeah, that's not even up here. And then the guy's like, oh, Emily is over here. And so she hands it to me. And I'm like, okay, thank you. And it's oat milk. And I'm like, you just told me that you were out of oat milk. <laughs> like, was this the last drink that you made with it? Because this is not almond. It was already made when I got there. All right. Was it spelled like your name? I eat. Mm-hmm. It was the drink I ordered. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you weren't. When did you run out of oat milk? <laughs> Right? Was it after I ordered? It must have been. Or she was lying to me. (laughs) I don't know. Weird. Yeah. I'm glad you got your oat milk, though. Me too. I almost ordered it my coffee this morning, and then I was like, "Mm, it's a dollar, and I don't want to spend that right now, so I'm just going to go with half and half, because it's free. Here's my trick at Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. So, it's a dollar, or not a dollar, it's like 60 cents more if you get one of the alternatives, but oat milk latte is a drink that's already on the menu at the regular price as, like, a regular latte. So instead of ordering, a like, a latte, like, you know, the flavored latte or whatever, because they have their, like, pumpkin f- spice and stuff out right now. So if you order mm-hmm. a pumpkin spice latte or their, like, signature pumpkin drink, whatever it is, and then add the oat milk, it's 60 cents more. But if you order the oat milk latte and add pumpkin, there's no extra charge for the pumpkin. <laughs> so So you're getting it for the same price. <laughs> Genius. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's stupid. All about perception and marketing. Mm-hmm. Genius, though. Yeah. If you want to no, save 60 cents. Got... <laughs> right? <laughs> have you watched Hocus Pocus yet this year? I have not. I have. I, or I watched the last two thirds of it. I'll put it that way. I know that I've bought it twice. I better have a copy of it somewhere around here. <laughs> <laughs> it's always on sale at Target for five bucks. It is. I love Target. I was there today, actually. I haven't been to Target since March. <laughs> I miss Target. I did a very quick pass through the Joanna Gaines section on the way out the door because it was right next to where I needed to go. So I did a quick little loop, got my shit, and got out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's something that I need from Target that I can't just get at the grocery store, so. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, but yesterday I didn't work and it was like, we're supposed to have had our last 90s day and i'm pretty sure that there's still more 90s days this week (laughs) but um how warm is it today um it was supposed to be 67 it was 77 when i left at 11 and it was supposed to be up to 88 or something Ooh, buddy (laughs) and i'm like dude yesterday i checked and it said 67 (laughs) that's a 20 degree swing yeah yeah so i went to the store yesterday i wore like jeans and a shirt (laughs) that weren't work clothes (laughs) It felt so good. Your outfit was cute. Thanks. <laughs> I just haven't worn anything that wasn't work clothes or workout clothes since like March. Right. Yeah, I've dressed up. I think maybe less than five times. I haven't even. I didn't even dress March. up. I just put on jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it felt good to wear just regular jeans. Oh, I bet. 
My work has relaxed their policy, their dress code a little, or a little, a lot, mm-hmm. uh, since all of this happened. And I think it might stay that way. We're more productive and more comfortable. So, yeah. Obviously, on days when we know we're hiring clients and stuff, but we'll dress up. But other than that, it's been real chill. Okay. Let me go grab <laughs> a beer before we start. Okay. Have I showed you this before? It is a sea quench ale. It's got black lime in it. Hmm. What's a black lime? Lime. I don't know. A lime that's black. Apparently. Comes from Delaware. Hmm. It's real good. This is their collaboration with the National Aquarium. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's a sour, and it's real good. Nice. I'm still not sure how I feel about sours. Me either, but I really like this one. Yeah. That's good. Because you yes. bought them. <laughs> yes. They used to only sell them in, like, big single cans. Mm-hmm. Like a tall boy? And then boy? I found a six-pack of it, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> yeah, a tall boy of sour would be too much. It was a lot of stuff, and I used to just split it. Yeah. You'd have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I'm curious to hear what your topics are. <laughs> what was that? Kelsey's store, but I don't know if it was closing or opening. Sorry. People are commenting on my Instagram. Oh. Turn that over. I think she was closing it because it was oh. cracked earlier. Oh, I had to change my pen. Oh, you because did? Because my glitter ones suck. What color is that one? Black? Yeah. Just a black pen. But it says, make today amazing. And it's like square and weird. There you go. But it's an actual pen Mine that is. works. It's not a glittery gel pen that runs out like three days after three, you five use seconds. it. I've been using this pen from Stefan's work. It's my favorite pen. Mm-hmm. And then also, I keep my notes in his binder <laughs> so they match and they just have the logo on it. Yeah. Do you want me to cut that out? I mean, you can bleep the name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, literally just said where he works. <laughs> yeah, you can bleep the name. That'd be great. Um, I am very much almost out of my notebook, by the way. Yeah, I'm getting close. I, have... I mean, I'm going to say I can finish the year, and then that's it. <laughs> I can maybe finish the year. Ooh, maybe less than that. Yeah, I think probably, probably mid-November I'll need a new book. Yeah, I've got maybe a month left. If I use one page per topic. Same. Anyway, are you ready? <laughs> Podcast stuff. I am ready, dude. I'm excited to hear your hear what, what you chose for Halloween. Okay. This one is the one that we might have both picked because we decided to theme this one for Halloween, which means we have a finite number of things to pick from. Kind of. Well, there's not infinite Halloween things. No, but there's scary spooky things in folklore. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. Well, folklore is not Halloween specific. But... Well... No, but I mean, if if you talk about Sasquatch, that's not. <laughs> well, no, I'm thinking more like the horseman with no head. What was his name? The headless horseman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was thinking Johnny Depp. <laughs> you were thinking Ichabod Crane, but that's good too. Yes. <laughs> Whoops. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh... the horseman with no head. What is your topic? (laughs) My first topic is Halloween candy. (laughs) Oh, I did not choose this Okay, good. Halloween candy is good. It is good, dude. I was trying to figure out, like, when companies started making their, like, assorted candy bags. And I could not find that. Because anytime you type in the history of Halloween candy of any kind, it's, hey, did you know that this is when people started trick-or-treating? And I'm like, yeah, I just want to know when the assortments started. (laughs) Because that's what I'm trying to talk about. (laughs) Because those are my favorite. The assorted bag? Yeah. You gotta get the assorted bag. Do you... Like the child's play one? Like the classic one? Or like the Hershey's assorted? Or like... (laughs) I'm gonna tell me what's in those. (laughs) Okay, so the Child's Play one is the one with, like, Tootsie Rolls no. and... No, <laughs> no. Okay. The... There's, like, various Hershey's right. ones. Right, so it depends on what I'm in the mood for because I'm buying it for me, for the most part, because I always usually live in an apartment. We had a house when we lived together and we got trick-or-treaters, but for the most part, it's just for me. <laughs> when I'm at the store and I want candy and it's Halloween, I'm like, yes, Halloween candy. So I'll get occasionally a fruity one with, like starburst and stuff like that in it but usually i'm gonna go for i mean not now but the like the one with the regular chocolate and the dark chocolate and the like mr good bar and the crackle or whatever yes i do like that assortment my favorite one is the hundred grand assortment Mm -hmm. like with the almond joy the hundred grand yeah is kit kat in there possibly i don't know kelsey has one up there right now there's like reese's and kit kats 
and maybe so whoppers good. or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yum. I do need to get myself some Halloween candy. Yeah. What is your least favorite Halloween okay, candy? Um, I have notes. <laughs> so we haven't oh, gotten there yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. So basically, the notes that I could find were most popular candies by year. Okay. So I have a little bit on the history of, like, things. Okay. So trick-or-treating didn't start until the 30s. Okay. And even then, it wasn't, like, super popular. So in the 30s and 40s, when a kid showed up to your house in costume and asked for something asked for a trick or a treat you just kind of gave them what you had around (laughs) so the (laughs) common treats in the 30s and 40s were homemade cookies pieces of cake fruit nuts coins and toys because that's i mean (laughs) you that's what you had right that's what you had around you can make cookies and then obviously you eat what's still left over at the end of the night kind of like what we do with candy anyway (laughs) just like what we do with candy in the 50s, it started getting more popular and more widely spread trick-or-treating. And candy manufacturers started promoting their candies as the more affordable option. So you just go pick up a bag of candy instead of, like, spending hours making cookies <laughs> or whatever. But it wasn't until the 70s that it the prepackaged candies and things <laughs> became like the only acceptable option because of okay. the safety because like standardized well it's not even that it's st- standardized necessarily but like you know the whole razor blade and the apple thing so like yes. everyone's always afraid that you're poisoning their children <laughs> on halloween yes so in the 70s people started to shift over to hey you have to have a wrapper <laughs> you can't like make something in your weird house that i've never been to <laughs> and give it to my kid. right prepackaged please yeah so, popular candies by year. And obviously, it you'll find some <laughs> weirder things farther back. Some of these candies, I didn't know were this old. So, in the 60s, it's like by year, but I didn't write down like what year. But yeah. in the 60s, there was Swedish fish. Apparently, Swedish fish were a big thing in the 60s. <laughs> now and laters. I do like now and laters. I do not. <laughs> it's like a big, terrible starburst. <laughs> I'd just rather eat the starburst. <laughs> I love them. Leaders. Um, sweet tarts. Not a fan. I prefer Smarties. Same. Um, the $100,000 bar, later rebranded as the hundred grand bar, but apparently when it started, it was the $100,000 bar and also my favorite, Starburst and Fruit Stripe Gum. I'm assuming that- That was a Halloween thing? Well, it's not a Halloween thing, but it was one of the most popular candies toward the end of the 60s for okay. handing out on Halloween. I assume that that's the year that- it came out. It would have to be. Yeah, because fruit stripe gum is notoriously the worst gum. It is not good. You know, when you open up your, you dump out your candy sack and there's just those like little rolled up pink ones that look kind of like a fat Tootsie Roll. <laughs> it's just yes. like awful gum. Yeah, those were the worst. Yes. Uh, in the 70s, it was Laffy Taffy, Blow Pops, Pop Rocks, Jelly Belly, Tootsie Roll, and the Twix in 79. I don't know why I wrote 79 next to Twix. <laughs> that must have been the year that Twix came out. <laughs> because I don't see it anywhere else on the list. I really like freezing the individual frozen Twix I get in my candy. Or got in my candy as a kid. <laughs> I don't trick or treat anymore for the record. Yeah. No, mine. I like a frozen Kit Kat. I've never had that. Yeah. We have frozen Reese's in the freezer right now that Kelsey has yep. not eaten. From, like, last Christmas. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I also really like frozen bite-sized Snickers because you can, like, suck on them. Yeah. I know that that's no a thing. I'm not a Snickers fan. I like the Snickers I like almond Snickers, and that's it. That's the superior Snickers for sure, though. Yeah. But also, I would never freeze that. It's so good, frozen. The 80s. Big League Chew. Oh. I'm guessing the weird... The ones that are, like, that came out of nowhere seems like it might have been the year that that came out, and so, like... People got in on it. Reese's Pieces, because obviously that's the year E.T. came out. Touche. Um, Albanese candy, which is the superior brand of gummies. Albanese? Albanese. <laughs> like, I don't think... Um, I know that one. Have you had... They have it at Target. I didn't know that it was as old as the 80s because I'd never seen it until they got them in the bulk bins at Winco in Longview. But it like the butterflies. Yes. Yeah. That's Albanese. Okay. Yes, I have had those. Yeah, those are my favorite. So I have a huge fear of moss. My parents hung those up in my bedroom one time to scare me. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. 
Anyways, proceed with your candy list. All right. The 80s went big on the fruity, gummy candies for some reason. So, Skittles. Okay. Sour Patch Kids was also, I Love believe, those. the year that Sour Patch Kids came out or something. Oh, no, 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 no. No, that wasn't it. It was the height of the Cabbage Patch Dolls. So, Sour Patch Kids, Cabbage Patch Dolls is all. All one and the same. Yeah. Very surprising to me. Cellas cherries, cellas. Cellas. I don't know how to say it. The little cherry cordial that comes in the like the red box and it's the little yeah, chocolate like the with Queen the cherries. cherry and the goo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Weird, right? How did they package that? Also, I prefer the ands. Same. <laughs> but how weird. I mean, I guess that is weird. I have seen them like know? at the gas station. They have them like uh, individually wrapped in foil. But yeah, that's very possible. That was my guess is just individually wrapped. Yeah. But like, that's so it breaks weird. So I know that's so weird. That also I'm guessing that that I don't know. Is that the year that those came out? <laughs> I don't remember what it I, said, but I don't that's know. That's so weird. Airheads. Solid choice. I was hoping that was on the list. Yeah. All the way back in the 80s, though. It doesn't come back. Uh, push Pops. Also a good choice. Like the ice cream? No, push pop. Oh. <laughs> like the, push the plastic yes. one with I the sucker exactly inside. What you're about. Yes. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> no. Duh. I know what you're talking about, but no, the uh, sucker version of that. Okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. I think about they're now. technically both called push pops or push up pops or something. Something like yeah. that. And then your favorite, Symphony. Yes. <laughs> Was I in like 89 or something. The 90s, you have your classic Hershey's bar. I don't know why that took so long to catch on. Right. I think maybe... Maybe it was a down year and maybe y'all just needed something and well, we, all I, like, we all like Hershey's. I think that was the year that they started doing the like little mini like four ones. Okay. Fun size. Yeah. Um, Reese's, that year, someone over there was like, hey, you know what we need to do? Put twice as many peanuts in there. And then people bought it. <laughs> and, and then uh, a lot of the other things are like from the same company so um dove bars was the year that dove bars came out and those were really popular apparently i love dove the hershey's cookies and cream bar <laughs> you don't like it it's not my favorite i love it my sister doesn't like chocolate but she says she loves that so she would always get that as a kid well i mean if we want to get technical it's not really chocolate anyway so no but i mean like yeah <laughs> i get it i always say i don't like snickers but i'll eat almond snickers <laughs> Um, Warheads, my fave. Sour as hell, but so yeah, good. Yeah, I love a Warhead. Uh, Starburst jelly beans, gummy candy in general, just any kind of gummy. Okay. <laughs> One year was just, everyone went crazy for gummies in the 90s. Gummies. Baby bottle pop, classic. Love those. Baby bottle pop, baby bottle baby. pop. Twist the pop, dip it, and shake it. <laughs> Do it again. And then the Jolly Rancher lollipop. Okay, I those are good. The watermelon was the best flavor of those. I don't do the lollipops very often. I don't like buy suckers, but there are Jolly Ranchers in our mix at work, so I eat the blue raspberry ones sometimes because those are my favorite. Those definitely the best blue raspberry, or definitely the best Jolly Rancher flavor. Yeah, but out of the suckers, the watermelon is my favorite. Yeah. Um, we are into the aughts. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so this one's wild, but it makes total sense. Birdie bots every flavor bean. Okay. <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. But Those it is the, the epitome of trick or treat. <laughs> like nobody knows if you're getting a trick or treat. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Twizzlers. <sighs> I prefer red vines. <laughs> I like the peely ones. That's a Twizzler. What are those called? It's not a Twizzler. Is it? Is it? Mm-hmm. It's one of the Twizzlers. Okay. I like the peely Twizzlers. Yeah. I don't like the licorice-type Twizzlers. Yeah. Uh, M&M's, because that was the year that they brought out the lavender color. Oh. It took a long time for them to get up there, though, because those were in the 40s, as we learned. Jolt Energy Gum. That was also a new invention. <laughs> I don't think I ever got that. Me either. But Weird. That's only the fourth one on the list that I've said for the aughts, and I don't know what year I started trick-or-treating. I guess it was before that. It might have been that year, actually. Anyway. Oh, that would have been 2003. Yeah, that's iffy. I don't know. Because candy corn was the top in 04, which is surprising. In 04, candy corn <laughs> was at the top of the list. That is surprising. Yeah. Um, Lollipops in general. Okay. Milk duds. Also took a long okay. way to work their way up. I love milk duds. <laughs> I lost a feeling on milk duds once. I know. That's why I don't do them. <laughs> they scare me. <laughs> 07, candy corn comes back around. For a second time? Yeah. In the aughts. 
twice candy corn. Damn. Yeah. Gummy bears. I love gummy bears. Yes. Me too. It depends on the kind, but there is no real bad gummy bear. Haribo, the best. Mm. Haribo, also Albanese is my top. Always. Uh, And then Milky Ways. (sighs) I like the Milky Way Midnight because I prefer dark chocolate. They're just so squishy. There's just no texture. They're like white. Yeah. (laughs) And caramel. I don't like it. I like the caramel. You know what surprised me that was not on that list? I'm not done yet. We still have the tens. But I think this was definitely an early 90s candy. Well, hold on a second. (laughs) Okay. So, Snickers. Okay. This one came out specifically for Halloween. So, of course, it was marketed around Halloween and people bought it. Double Bubble Painter's Mouth Gum. Never heard of it. Yes. (laughs) I did not have that. Uh, Kit Kats. Okay. Butterfinger. M&M's again. The Hershey's White Chocolate Candy Corn Bar. Candy Corn Bar? Mm Mm-hmm. It was white chocolate with candy corn in it. That is news to me. Yeah. (laughs) I never ate it, but I've seen it. Okay, and I have not seen it. This list was a few years ago, so 16 and 17 were both Reese's. And then I don't have the last two years because <laughs> this was in 18. Interesting. Which one were you surprised wasn't on there? Sugar Babies. Oh, that's a trash candy, though. <laughs> I mean, there were like other trash them. candies on the list, like Big League Chew, but... Yeah. Painter's Double Bubble Painter's Mouth? What? Well, that was... I mean, I remember that, and I had that, that was growing up. That was made like... and marketed specifically for Halloween, so... Yes. What's your favorite Halloween candy? Oh, when you're getting a mix, what do you get? I usually get, I like the mix, like you said, the Mr. Good Bar one. Mm -hmm. But I also like, just like the 100 Grand mix with the Almond Joy, the Kit Kat, like that one is by far my favorite. Yeah. I don't, I never get the mix that's chocolate and fruity. No. I don't. Sorry, they don't belong together. It's not, I don't care that they're packaged together. I know some people are like, oh, the chocolate picks up the fruity flavors. And I'm like, I don't notice that but i do (laughs) i want one or the other i'm buying a bag of it because i want that thing specifically same it makes sense if you're like giving it out but if you're just buying it for yourself just get the one you want (laughs) right or get both yeah in separate bags i think my favorite candy to receive though it's not even really like a candy though the popcorn ball um a homemade popcorn ball and you're not even a homemade package them sometimes i don't know mine was always reese's there was a house across the street. I didn't start trick-or-treating until, like, third grade. But the house across the street from us, well, across the street and over one, always gave out Reese's. So we would go there first and then eat it on yeah. our way to the next house. <laughs> we, when I was little, we always went trick-or-treating in my neighborhood. Yeah. And then for a while, we would go to Longview and go to the lake. Yes, that's and what we did. There were, like, several houses that gave out, like, full-size candy oh, bars. Oh, dude, there was one house that gave out soda every year. Why? Yeah. That's legit. I didn't know that. Yeah. We never knew which house it was, but then we would get there and we're like, oh my God, it's you. <laughs> this is the house. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think the candy that I would used to get was like the most disappointed was those like Atomic Cinnamon. I was atomic. literally going to say Red Hots. <laughs> I would atomic give them to my cinnamon. mom. I hated them. <laughs> I like the Red Hots, but I didn't like the Jawbreaker Cinnamon ones because it was too fucking hot. I it don't like, like burned my mouth. I don't like cinnamon flavored things. I like cinnamon and this Coke is fine because... It's barely cinnamony there's, because the... I was going to say there's no cinnamon flavor. Yeah, the bite from the Coke kind of outweighs the cinnamon anyway. But I just don't like cinnamon flavored things. So any of the like hot tamales and red hots and all that, I would just give it to my mom. Did you ever get toys in your bag? Like yo-yos or like little army gunmen? I mean, mostly it's like the dentist office mix where you get like yeah. a little ring with a spider on it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I can't Same. eat this. Yes. I So many times I got that stupid little ring. Yeah. I think every year from a cupcake at school, too. Yeah, absolutely. Mike and Ike's. I'm surprised we're never on the list. And I love a Mike oh, and Ike. I do like Mike and Ike's. Yeah. One year, I remember we got a little a box of dots and it had definitely been like hot glued closed. <laughs> and we're like, mm, no thanks. That's creepy. Yeah. I mean, it could have just yeah. been like it came open in the package and they're like, well, we don't want to waste it. But still, you have to know yeah. that whoever gets that is going to assume you tampered with it. Yeah don't uh don't eat you just candies. you if it came open in the package that's just yours now <laughs> right, that's, eat it. that's just the halloween tax <laughs> i do like just getting hershey's kisses too yeah those are just like the plain chocolate hershey's kiss yeah gotten some of the like handfuls of those before i always liked the generic ones that you could get in like the bulk bins that like it was just like a little ball of chocolate that usually had like a shitty terrible caramel inside but the wrapping was like an eyeball or something yes yeah. 
It's like the worst quality everything, but it's so good. Yes. I liked the peanut butter versions of those. Yeah. Like the peanut butter filled ones. Yeah. They were shit. They were so good. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get the gold coins too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One year I got a whole little baggie of those and I was like, this is cool. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, Richie Rich like over whole, here. <laughs> whole little bag. I was like, damn, that's like a dollar forty nine a thing. Yeah. What other cool things? I mean, they probably went to like, not Costco, but like the the one where you go to if you like own a restaurant. Oh, cash care. Yeah. yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, there was nothing better than getting like a Shasta tiki punch in your in your bag. That's legit. Yeah. Did you collect your candy using a sleeping bag? Okay, a sleeping bag. I mean, <laughs> pillowcase. Okay, that was my question. Was like a pillowcase or like a bucket? <laughs> no, a pillowcase. There we go. Sleeping <laughs> bag. Damn. <laughs> You'd never be able to fill that bitch. No, but can you imagine? The pressure that I would put on the on all the people. Like, right. hey. Here, just take the whole bowl. Right. <laughs> I remember getting granola, bar- granola bars a few times. I remember raisins a few times, which sucks. I do remember raisins. Nobody wants the raisins. I like raisins. But I like raisins, but it's Halloween. Come on. Yeah, not my Halloween candy. Mrs. Gorton's mom, mm-hmm. Grandma Gorton, used to make donuts on Halloween every year. So we would always like hit up their house for a donut. Yeah. That's different. Instead of candy. Because that's a small yeah. community and literally everyone in that family works at or goes to the school. So literally knows who they are. Yeah. And they knew who everyone else was too. Yeah. Like <laughs> was always a thing. I do wanna say that if you live somewhere that you will get trick or treaters, do keep on hand things like <laughs> the shitty cho- toys that we just talked about that we hated. Just for like kids with allergies and stuff. Yes. But I understand why those things exist, for sure. Yeah. But as a kid who did not have allergies, it's like, come on. <laughs> Give me a piece of shitty candy instead, please. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a Tootsie Roll. I don't care. I know. Oh, I do Just like the, the stupid fruity spider Tootsie Rolls. Yes, I love those. Yeah. The raspberry one, or the cherry one was my favorite. I like the blue raspberry one. <laughs> Are you talking like the little baby Tootie Fruities? Yeah. Oh, Okay. I loved the little Tootie Fruities. I thought you were talking about like the bigger, chunkier, fatty ones, the actual Tootsie Rolls. Those come in the child's play mix that I was talking about earlier with the dots and the jawbreakers and the gum. We didn't buy Halloween candy <laughs> that I remember. I remember my parents always did. They would always take us, like one would always take us trick-or-treating and then the other one mm-hmm. would stay at home and then we'd always switch. Or we'd yeah. go early and then come home. Yeah, we didn't trick-or-treat. I don't know why specifically. But we always went to the Harvest Festival at my school because I went to oh, church that's school. Fun. So, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really. My turn? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Never mind. This isn't about candy. But, okay. So, <laughs> the best thing about the Harvest Festival every year, they had, like, booths and stuff. But they had, it was a yo-yo. But it wasn't a yo-yo. It was basically a water balloon on a rubber band. <laughs> oh my god, I love those. Yeah, those were the best. I just had that memory right now. I love those. I used to get those at the fair every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were the best. Oh my god. <laughs> All the memories. Anyway. Okay, so my first topic is caramel apple. Yay! I love a caramel yes. apple. Right? Like, <laughs> yes! Yeah. And the caramel that you dip in is just not the same as what's stuck to an apple. Like, it's just not the same. It's a dip, <laughs> not a stick. To clear that up. So for those of you who don't know what a caramel apple is and have only dipped apples in caramel your entire life, uh, a caramel apple is a whole apple covered in a layer of caramel. Usually you use like Granny Smith or Fuji apples. The sour counteracts the sweet mm-hmm. of the caramel. Although you can use like Red Delicious or something, Ugh. but... Fuji's definitely my favorite apple. Red Delicious is a trash apple. Feed that to a horse. It's not good. It's grainy and soft. Yeah. Uh, Caramel apples are created by rolling or dipping an apple on a stick in hot caramel. The first caramel apple recipe was created by the Castrop... I'm going to say this right. Castrop family. Specifically the matriarch Edna Castrop in 1948. Hmm. In 1952, the Castrops opened up the Affy Tapple store in Chicago (laughs) and still use the same recipe Edna Castrop created in their Niles, Illinois factory store today. That's a good okay. name. What? That's a good name. Castrop? No. The... Oh, Affy Tapple? <laughs> yeah. Yes. I thought that was cute. So they originally had a store in front in Chicago, Illinois, and then they moved their operations to Niles, Illinois, where their factory is. And that's where they use the same recipe that she started. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so variations of candy apple can include caramel apples rolled in nuts, M&M's crushed Oreos. I haven't seen this one, but crushed pretzels. I feel like that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Reese's Pieces, Coconut Flakes, and Mini Chocolate Chips. Uh, when you get beyond, like, one topping on the outside, it becomes a candy apple. Uh, the most extreme candy apple I've ever had was a Rocky Road one in Seaside. And that thing was, like, three inches thick on the outside. Yeah. It was, like, a four-inch bite into this bite of apple. Candy apple is not specifically the apple with the red candy coating? No. Hmm. That was something else. I mean, that's a candy apple, but they called it... Some people call that a taffy apple. And this one they would call a candy apple. I don't know. There there was a difference that I read. Yeah. <laughs> so I personally like a caramel apple occasionally, um, but I also really just like the flavor mm-hmm. of a caramel apple. Yeah. I have two caramel apple suckers on my counter right now. Yes! I was just going to talk about my favorite caramel apple flavored tree. Yeah. I ordered a sandwich and I got two... <laughs> Two caramel apple suckers with it. I'm like, oh, thanks. That's the best kind. They went away for a while, and I'm so glad they came back. Yeah. They got real hard to find. And then I found them at the dollar store, and they became popular again. Mm -hmm. At Starbucks, they have a caramel apples spice drink that's hot, and I really like that. Uh, It's Yeah. That's what Jacob and I drink in Canada, for the most part. It's so good. Yeah. So good. I like getting it when I don't want something caffeinated, but I also want something, like, hot. Yeah. We're usually in Canada when it's, like, chilly outside. So we'll just, like, get that and walk around. Also, Canada is usually pretty chilly anyways, because it's north. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if we were there in, like, August, I'm sure it would be warm enough to not carry that around. But yes, we're usually true. there in, like, March and November. <laughs> I also really like Dutch's blended caramel apple smoothie. Mm, yes, which is not technically on the menu. You just have to ask for a caramel apple. A green apple smoothie with caramel. Yeah. I mean, I just say caramel apple smoothie, but... <laughs> <laughs> they know. Yeah. It's self-explanatory. Uh, and then my third one was the caramel apple suckers. Yeah, those are the best. So freaking good. Mr. Ingobo used to have those as rewards in his math class. He would always hand them out if we got higher than 80% on a test. And I was like, hell yeah. So good. You had his math class? Yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> when I was a, an eighth grader, I took pre-algebra from him. How long did he teach at our school? Maybe it was a... No, I was a freshman. I took pre-algebra from him as a freshman. I never had him. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, I took him for Algebra 1 as a freshman, and then I took Geometry and Trig my sophomore year, and then junior, senior year, I did Running Start. So yeah, I had him as a freshman for Algebra 1. Hmm. I remember Tim Kelly had that class with me. Tim never got those suckers, and he would always beg us to get him one. Yeah. Sorry, bro. I earned this thing. I'm going to eat it. Sometimes Voodoo has a caramel apple flavor. They have like a donut that's like filled with apples on the inside, Hmm. and then they have like a caramel drizzle on top. Yeah. And like crunchy. It's okay. DP dough. The calzone place that i like has like an apple dessert calzone i've never had it oh, but that'd be good mm-hmm. but yeah uh there's to me there's nothing more quintessential than a caramel apple for fall or halloween like that's to me classic classic halloween yeah i didn't have like a whole lot to talk about but i figured that was one that you probably wouldn't pick yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it just reminds me of fall and halloween i i only ever made them once very early because Laura's family moved in second grade. So we must have been in kindergarten or first grade. <laughs> I remember my mom making them a few times. Uh, the Rogas used to live next door to us. And so my mom and their mom were like really close friends. And they would do arts and crafts and fun things together. Mm-hmm. And I remember them making caramel apples a few times. They would buy the bag of caramel in the store. And I remember sneaking some of the caramels. Oh, yeah. Those were the best. <laughs> Just the little caramel squares. They are the best. Yep. Um, I also remember them making like worms and dirt for like a halloween dessert too but that's not a caramel apple no <laughs> it's not even a <laughs> halloween candy no but it just looks creepy yeah yeah um so that's basically it for caramel apples unless you have anything to add no it's very short the ones but... at rocky mountain chocolate factory are not technically caramel apples i don't think because i don't think no. they have any caramel those are the candy apples those are well it's not i don't think there's any caramel anyway oh i think it's just all chocolate but they are very good <laughs> would recommend uh, I did read, though, in previous years, or in recent years, um, the white chocolate has become an alternate to the caramel. And a lot of people will paint design, like Halloween designs, like Frankenstein or something, on white chocolate on the apple. So, an alternative to caramel. But, yeah. Give me the caramel apple. Yeah, that doesn't make it a white caramel apple. It's still white chocolate. <laughs> it's still a white chocolate apple. Yeah. What is your second topic? Are you ready? Yeah. It's just a bunch of Hocus Pocus. Yes! I love that I asked about this. I know. I was like, oh no. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh yes so good i'm like how does she know because <laughs> you can't have halloween without hocus i know okay so i have minimal notes <laughs> love it we haven't done a movie before we haven't so i'm like i don't know what to write so i just got some like trivia off of imdb oh cool oh shoot oh i missed a phone call somehow I believe I took a screenshot. Okay, cool. I didn't take a screenshot. No? Well, I'm going to go to IMDb real quick, except I apparently clicked away from it, probably on my iPad, which is on the table. Anyway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) let me go to IMDb real quick, because I was just going to read the description from there. Oh, no, I wasn't. I was going to read the one from Wikipedia, because the one on IMDb sucks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> imdb is pretty hit or miss it's good for like facts but not good for like summaries well it's also large parts of it are user generated so mm-hmm. it's like the wikipedia of 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 movie pages of just i was gonna say cinema but it's also tv so hocus pocus if you don't know the movie hocus pocus 1993 i feel sorry for you oh my god it's so good it's my favorite okay after moving to Salem, Massachusetts, teenager Max Dennison explores an abandoned house with his sister Danny and their new friend Allison. After dismissing a story Allison tells as superstitious, Max accidentally frees a coven of evil witches who used to live in the house. Now, with the help of a magical cat, the kids must steal the witch's book of spells to stop them from becoming immortal. Which is a very <laughs> shortened version of what happens in that Very movie. shortened. But it came out in 1993, the year that I was born, and it's real good. It's my favorite Halloween movie. It's so good. I have some IMDb air quotes trivia because the people who post trivia on IMDb don't know what trivia means. <laughs> so some of it is trivia. Some of it is like, it, it came out in 1993 and it's like, okay. I mean, I guess. Yes, we know this. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, fun fact. This, I guess, was on the trivia list a while, a ways down, but <laughs> I did write this down because some people don't know. Thackeray Banks, the, in the beginning of the movie when he's a human boy, is Sean Murray. Who plays Tim McGee on NCIS? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Thackeray. Thackeray Binks. The little sister's name is Emily. The animatronic cat used for Binks was also later used in Sabrina the Teenage Witch for Salem the Cat. It was. Yeah, that's the same cat. Well, okay. So the parts that were animatronic in Hocus Pocus, yes, but for some of it. It was just a real cat, and they, like, uh, superimposed a talking Face. cat onto its head. <laughs> okay, this one, you're going to actually have a heart attack and die. So, <laughs> I'm going to okay. tell you, but you are going to hate this more than anything you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> okay. Okay. Doug Jones, a uh, famous character actor. You know him from such things as Hocus Pocus. He played Billy, but also he was the... The aquatic guy in the original Hellboy, he was, I believe, the Shape of Water monster. He's basically any character that is in costume and doesn't have many lines, or sometimes has a lot of lines because he's a great actor. Um, Okay. It's Doug Jones. He's great. (laughs) We love Doug Jones. So there's a scene uh, when he comes, uh, when they they, uh, dig him up from, when they dig up Billy, basically. Mm -hmm who is uh, Winifred Sanders' ex-lover, who she murdered and sewed his mouth shut because he uh, was having an affair with her sister. It's a whole thing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he cuts the threads on his mouth so that he can talk, and some moths come out. And <laughs> he has since revealed that those moths were not computer-generated. That was an actual effect, and those were real moths. <laughs> he had fucking moths in his mouth. Mm-hmm. That literally makes me want to vomit. I know. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm totally envisioning that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That freaks me out. We respect Doug Jones <laughs> for How his did they fly? commitment to his craft. And ew. <laughs> Very much ew. So, apparently Leonardo, Cra- okay. Leonardo DiCaprio was offered the role of Max, but turned it down so he could do Gilbert Grape. Oh. Which, coincidentally, was a very good move on his part, <laughs> because right. he was really good in Gilbert Grape. <laughs> Not really trivia, but Bette Midler was doing an interview in, like, 2010, 
and she said that this was her favorite movie that she's ever done. So she did so well in this movie. They all did. Dude, I know. Also not really trivia, but just an interesting coincidence. So at the beginning of the movie, the three sisters, the Sanderson sisters, Winifred, Mary, and Sarah Jessica Parker. That character. (laughs) What's her name? Oh no. Anyway. The blonde one. Yeah. You've watched it this year. (laughs) I know I have. Hold on a second. Okay. I'm looking it up. It's Sarah. I thought it was Sarah. But also her name is Sarah Jessica Parker. And I'm like, well, it must I know. just be that's that why that's her real I, name. I almost, like, almost said that. I was like, I think it's Sarah. But I was like, no, her name is Sarah. That's not it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's totally Sarah. Sarah, Mary, and Winifred. Okay. So the three sisters are basically trying to live forever. So they make a potion to steal the souls of the children of the village that they're in. Because this is the 1600s in Salem during the witch trials. And they basically, the townspeople find out. And they come and they arrest the sisters and they get hanged and then 300 years later max lights the black flame candle and brings them back to life <laughs> which i kind of described in the synopsis but those are the details sarah jessica parker did a show called who do you think you are or whatever that one is where they like do ge- genealogy for famous people yes and she found out that her 10th great grandmother was actually arrested in the witch trials for sundry acts of witchcraft and she didn't really yeah she didn't she was never executed but she was still involved in that and that's weird that's pretty cool actually that's really funny because sarah jessica parker or sarah Mm -hmm. actually reminds me of like the best witch that out of the three like she looks like the witchiest witch in my opinion like i feel like she just played her part really well obviously it's like a movie and not the same but like yeah i just get very witchy vibes from her yeah in a good way Kathy Najimy, that's her name, right? Kathy? Uh, was worried about taking the role because she didn't want to insult real witches for not progressing, but, you know. Yeah. Portraying a, like a, a stereotype yeah. and, you know, negative view. Anyway, the movie grossed over $39 million in the box office. And obviously okay. it's still popular 27 years later. It also came out July of that year. Oh. Because Disney was also releasing The Nightmare Before Christmas the same year in for Halloween really? and they didn't want those to to compete. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. I did not know that. There are rumors that like it was supposed to be A straight to like a DCOM, the Disney mm-hmm. Channel Channel original movie. Um and also it was supposed to be like way scarier. And I'm really glad that it didn't it had some dumb name. <laughs> I didn't write it down, but it was like scary school book children or <laughs> some dumb shit. I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> I'm glad they called it Hocus Pocus. It's just a bunch of Hocus Pocus. It's not October until you've watched that movie. Please tell me that's on your list for next weekend. I mean, yeah, if I have it. Absolutely. Go find a copy after this. (laughs) I mean, I'll look at my shelf. It's right here. But if it's not there, then I don't know what happened to it. I watched the one on Freeform, I think, on TV. It's Freeform because it used to be ABC Family. And they're the ones who Mm -hmm. do the, like, 31 days of Halloween. Mm -hmm. Precisely. Yes. Hocus Pocus is great i love it i always feel bad when billy's fingers get crushed as he's coming out of the sewer drain it's okay because he also flips them off when that happens <laughs> if you notice I, I have noticed but it always like i'm like oh his poor fingers yeah i have looked up the jerk cop on there makes me so mad he's though. not a cop well i know that was in the trivia someone was like um that guy's not a cop and it is illegal to impersonate a cop and let someone believe that you are actually an officer of the law. And he, he could have gotten in trouble if those kids actually turned in. And I'm like, okay, this isn't trivia. Right. You're just, also, tr- it's you're just reading the law. Well, it's not illegal to dress up as a cop, but he didn't tell those kids that he wasn't a real cop. So that's true. He was at that point impersonating an officer. But also that's not trivia. No, that's just fact. Yeah, that's just the law. <laughs> I have looked up filming locations for when I eventually <laughs> go over there and look at places. Yeah? Yeah. Apparently, the, the people who live in the house are pretty chill about, like, people coming by. Kind of like the Goonie people. Okay. The Goonies people are not chill anymore. Really? No. Hmm. We've never had a problem. Yeah. I guess they've, like, hung tarps up now and, like... Maybe it's different people now. Maybe. I'm pretty sure it sold a couple years ago. Yeah. Don't buy a... <laughs> beloved movie location if you're not prepared for people to come look at it right like you buy that because of that i mean even if not you because don't people love come by, the Goon- but you buy it because of its history well even if you hate the goonies like understand that that's like a major part of people's childhoods 
and like be right, fucking like chill about it. Um, what's your favorite part Agreed. of Hocus Pocus? <laughs> what? What's your favorite part of Hocus Pocus? The part that used to scare me the most, mm-hmm. not necessarily my favorite part, but the part that used to scare me the most is when Max gets beats up, beats, Max gets beats up, Max gets beat up by um, the big kid. What's his name? Ice. At the very beginning of the movie. His name's Ice. Yes. Ice with the white hair. Well, yes. I don't remember what the what the blonde kid's name is, but the other one is Ice because the blonde kid calls him Ernie and he's like, hey, I told you not to call me that anymore. My name's Ice. Remember? Ice. <laughs> he has eyes shaved in the back of his head. Yeah, but when he, like, he doesn't, like, actually beat Max no. up, but he, like, bullies him a little bit. That always just used to scare me, and I don't know why. <laughs> me either. Especially because there's witches in that movie. <laughs> and that was the scary part to me, apparently. My favorite part of that movie, that is probably the Madonna part, where the mom is dressed up like Madonna. Yeah. I always wanted to dress up with cone boobs like that for the longest time after watching that movie. <laughs> so I'd probably have to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I like Which is the beginning. super lame because it's a totally good movie, but like, yeah, <laughs> that left a lasting impression on me, obviously, because music's my life. Yeah. I like the beginning when there's still a Sean Murray. Also, Max was a total babe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he was a teenager. I'm not allowed to say that now. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say my favorite part is like when Max and Allison like fall asleep together. I was yes. like, oh my gosh, <laughs> they're like breaking the rules. Yeah. And that was also like my first like introduction to like teenage love oh also the part when they're like out trick-or-treating and yes <laughs> and the the bullies show up ice is there and they're throwing jack-o'-lanterns and shit and max just Smashing like in the pumpkins gives them the whole his whole bag of candy so that he'll they'll leave danny alone i'm like yes you're a good brother good, good job max <laughs> he's a little such leaguer <laughs> <laughs> such a good movie it's so good I love it. I think that there's... Okay, so when you're like, little girls go through phases, you're either a horse girl or you're a witch girl. (laughs) Yep. I was a witch girl. I was not either because we were religious and that would not have... (laughs) That would not have been okay. But I don't know. (laughs) I was, I guess, more or less a dinosaur girl. (laughs) Yeah. Me and some of my friends would go out and play in the woods behind their house Mm -hmm. and we would play dinosaurs. Yeah. (laughs) But I also remember making mud pies and a little bit of this, a little bit of that. This thing tastes like an old doormat or something like that was my spell. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> I was definitely the witch girl. Yeah. That's one of the episodes in this last, the second season of Pen15. Oh, yeah. yeah. They think that they're witches. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I remember after watching Matilda, I tried to make things levitate with my eyes. Well, that's the thing, though, because like. Girls don't get to have any power in right. the world. And, like, yeah, maybe they have to turn to witchcraft for that because, like, no one else is letting them do anything. Yep. And then you see things like Matilda and, you know, Hocus Pocus and stuff where all the witches are the ones who have power. Not just like, magical power, but, like, they get to <laughs> do what they want. Right. We all want to be them. Are you ready for my topic? Mm-hmm. Haunted houses. Okay. <laughs> yep. So... I used to be, like, a big haunted house freak. Mm -hmm. Like, I loved haunted houses. (laughs) After about a year ago, I don't know that I'm down for a haunted house for a little bit, just because I don't like being popped out at. Yeah. But I do love a good haunted house. And there's actually a history to that, which is interesting. Do you know what it is? Have you ever looked at, like, at the history of haunted houses? No. Okay. (laughs) Not even close. Or, like, gore in general. In 1802, Marie Toussaint... So, wowed British audiences with an exhibition of decapitated French figures made of wax, which included King Louis XVI and Marie Antoinette. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yes, this is the same Madame Tussauds wax museum that we have still around today. So, fun fact about Marie Antoinette. Uh, she was beheaded, obviously, but 23andMe said her and I have the same lineage. Um, we have the same maternal haplogroup. So, I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> If I had something to be proud of about that. Tussauds wax figures were scarily accurate only because she created the death masks of the French Revolution's guillotine victims, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. She set up a permanent exhibition in London and named it the Chamber of Horrors, which the museum still uses the name of today. At the turn of the 20th century, the Grand Guignol Theater, I think is in Italy. It's, prob- it's probably like the Grand Guignol or something like that. Uh, I didn't look up how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. That theater experimented on with onstage depictions of graphic dismemberment and the theater, Max Mori judged each performance by the number of people who passed out of shock in the audience. Could you imagine gauging your performance on whether or not somebody passed out? Like, fuck that. <laughs> well, it's also a lot less common today. <laughs> like, 
We're just a lot more used to seeing that kind of stuff. Yeah. I've never fainted from fear before. No. In 1915, an English fairground debuted the first ghost house, which was the first type of commercial horror attraction. Haunted houses as we know them today first emerged during the Great Depression, around the same time as trick-or-treating. Parents wanted to distract kids whose Halloween pranks had escalated to property damage, vandalism, and harassment of other people and strangers. Mm -hmm. They basically... Haunted houses basically evolved like trick-or-treating has evolved. Mostly boys. Keep kids busy. Yeah. The photo I actually saw about the haunted houses was a line of young boys. Mm -hmm. Because they're the ones, like, throwing rocks through windows and shit. Yeah. Because girls know that they're going to have to clean that up in the morning. Right. (laughs) I was reading uh, an article about a haunted house and some of the things that were not a haunted house uh, about some of the things that they would do. And it was, they would take people's gates off, like, their gate hinges. Like, that would suck. I mean, that would suck, Uh, but, like... But also, they're worse. Put it back on. (laughs) Like, that's not really destruction. It's just moving. (laughs) Exactly. Do you ever TP anyone's house? No. Okay. (laughs) That's so rude. I didn't do it for, like, a Halloween prank. They knew it was coming, but, like. Yeah, no, absolutely not. That's wasteful and rude. That was also a thing people used to do back in the days. I mean, I would say even 10 years ago. I don't, I haven't seen it (laughs) as, like, a trope now, but. No, but also another Halloween prank. But haunted houses didn't become a cultural icon until Disney built the Haunted Mansion in 1969. In its first week, one of its days had 82,000 visitors walk through the Haunted Mansion in one day. Yeah. It's that is no longer a walking absurd. thing. But what? It's no longer a walking ride. But yeah. No, it's not. You sit in it and it goes around. Mm-hmm. But it's so good, though. Isn't, isn't that wild? Yeah. Knott's Berry Farm started hosting Halloween night attractions and eventually turned them into multi-week-long slate of a like, week-long slate of events. Mm-hmm. Not scary uh, In 2018, farm. I went to Universal Studios in Florida, and I went to their Halloween Horror Nights. That was pretty freaking cool. We were in the park all day, did our thing, and then we left to go get dinner, and we came back, and then it was, like, all transformed to haunted. It was pretty neat. They had different things, um, different scare zones mm-hmm. throughout the park. Certain areas that were themed. One was... The Purge themed, and they had people like dressed up as characters, and they had like people on motorcycles, like with machetes, and like it was just it was creepy. Um, then they had you know the company Bloomhouse, mm-hmm. Blumhouse, yes. Uh, they had a we didn't go in this haunted house because I was we were both too chicken, we're like, nope, fuck this. Which one is it? Uh, but they had their own haunted house there, oh. Bloomhouse, Blumhouse haunted house. Uh, didn't do that one, not like a specific movie. Um, I, it probably was, but I don't remember what it was, but it was freaky. <laughs> they, the whole park was freaky. There was people that would just like pop out of places you were not expecting. You're just like, where did you come from? <laughs> um, the three haunted houses we went in were scary, but it was more of like a, did, did, did they have scare. a walking dead one? Cause the one in the Hollywood universal California. is walking dead. Or I was. remember we went through the American horror story one. Mm. Uh, they, I don't think they had a walking dead one. Um, but I know we had American Horror Story. And then we had the one, we had The Shining. We went through The Shining one. And then we went through one more haunted house. And it was more like jumpy scare than it was like fearful scare. Uh, but the graphics and things and like the makeups and stuff is like top notch, obviously, because it's, it's Universal Studio. It's a movie studio first. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. In fact, that's where the haunted houses were. We're in the big studios. It was pretty cool to just like mm-hmm. be in the space. I think I was more starstruck by the space than by the haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, there were some good ones. I would definitely do it again. So some of the top haunted houses in the entire United States. Number one is Asylum 49 in Toole, Utah. It first started off as a hospital, then I'm went out. to be a nursing home. <laughs> Immediately. What? I'm out. Yep. And now it is a haunted house. No. Uh, <laughs> nurses from the past uh, have talked about shadows and dark and aggressive spirits prior to turning into a haunted house, so it sounds pretty legit. Uh, I would not go to that one. No. I probably wouldn't go to any any of these no, ones. No, absolutely not. They get extreme <laughs> if you're into haunted houses. Yeah. Uh, number two, which was formerly number one, uh, is called Netherworld, and it's in Norcross, Georgia. They're known for their realistic scenery and high-tech special effects. Uh, their props have been included in Zombieland and Halloween 2. Number three is Terror Behind the Walls at Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's a real penitentiary with 35 walls that are crumbling. Y'all can count me out on that one, too. Um, I'm less afraid of prisons than hospitals. (laughs) What? I'm less afraid of the prisons than the hospitals. There's some fucked up shit that goes on in pens, though. I mean, yeah. A lot of anger. Also, I know the things that they did to women in mental hospitals and, like, asylums. Yes. 
Number four is the Haunted Hotel in San Diego, California. Uh, one visitor sued because they got too scared. Attractions like the Elevator and a Scary Clown Subway are part of that haunted house. I think that's the one you probably have to like. Any Anything set. where you have to sign a waiver, I'm out. <laughs> I'll get to that in a second. Uh, number five is Woods of Terror in Greensboro, North Carolina. You have 20 acres to roam and get scared. Fuck that. It began as a haunted trail and is now spread to 20 acres. Dude, 20 acres is huge. There's one that does like a... What is it? Camp Crystal Lake. Which movie is that? Oh, oh, the Mike Myers one. It is Halloween? Halloween. I think it's Halloween. It must be Halloween because it's not any of the other ones that I'm thinking of. No, I think it's Halloween. But there's one you like go stay the night. And, like, sometimes some of you are just going to, like, get dragged away in the night. Yeah. No, I have also seen that. (laughs) Yeah. No, thanks. (laughs) Yeah. So that's some of the more popular ones in the United States. And they are pretty extreme. The scariest one I've ever been to was here in Portland. Actually, out in Gresham. It was called the House of Shadows. Uh, It is a full contact haunted house. I'm out. Um, (laughs) I did. You did have to read their thing. Motion a thumbs up to the mm-hmm. camera when you bought your ticket, and then again before you entered the building. They made sure that every single one of us did that. That was fucking scary, dude. Yeah. They could touch <laughs> Anytime you, you have they... to give explicit consent, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> so I went with Angel, and they literally picked her up by her arms and her legs, put her in her freezer, and we found her two rooms up in the dark. Like, she was trying to, like, get out. We were trying to get out. She didn't know we were there. We didn't know she was there. And we ended up just touching her, and she touched us, and we all screamed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, nothing actually bad is going to happen, but still. But it's still fucking scary, because yeah. you don't know. Like, I mean, you go in to be scared. You don't know what's going to happen. You know that you're going to survive. <laughs> yes. So there was a part at the end, right before, like, you leave the building, there was, like, a little fenced area maybe like an old smoke patio for an old bar or something that used to be where this place is at. Mm-hmm. There was an RV and in the RV, it was like all like bloodied up and stuff. And there was a girl like in a little nightgown crouched in, on top of the bathroom sink. And she would like fling open the sliding door and go like reach out and like touch you as you're like trying to walk by. It was really creepy, but it was basically like one of those scenes where hillbillies, like scary hillbillies like the have hills this have trailer eyes. and they're going to like, kill you what like the hills have eyes kind of yeah and this guy was chasing us through with a like a real chainsaw but it obviously didn't have like the blade on it or the chain on it yeah but he went to go touch the back of my leg with it and i went to go smack it away (laughs) my hand touched the exhaust and i actually burned myself (laughs) on it it's like fuck (laughs) that hurt really bad um but i was like screaming so hard so hard yeah it was fucking terrifying dude i won't do that one again yeah i grew up with a haunted house behind my house Obviously, you probably went through that one a time or two. Mm. That one was fun. I liked it because... I mean, we knew most of the people there anyway. This is true. Um, I got asked if I wanted to be in it. I mean, it wasn't like a house that was haunted. It was like they set up a haunted house for Halloween. Yeah, like it was like literally like a, a fun house. Yeah. Basically. There were some like gross parts of it though. Mm. There was like one year they had guts hanging from the ceiling and like fake blood on the wall that was like all sticky. Yeah. Uh, that that was real gross. Um, and then they had like a creepy doll head room that with strobe lights that always freaked me out. Yeah, Scotty usually was in there somewhere, and <laughs> we would walk by to be like, hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, there was a little Chucky doll one year, and my sister freaked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't go in that for a while until she became friends with Emma and then realized that it was just Emma's parents, and Emma was Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, haunted houses, they're great. They're scary. If you have heart issues, don't go. Uh, if you pee your pants, don't go. If your first instinct is to punch, don't go. Uh, other than that, have fun. But to me, there's like nothing more like Halloween than a good haunted house. Mm-hmm. Did cool. you see the one that it's like 12 hours? And I'm like, that's just excessive. That's so long. Yeah. I feel like your body would like need days to recover. I know. After it's that. like, it's okay. <laughs> like you're doing that to make a point. You're doing that so you can talk about it after. Like I survived. It's I not even I survived. Know. It's. I went and did it. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> like No, thank you. No. Pass. <laughs> I will pass on that. Yeah. Have you done Anyways. the any other corn mazes? Ooh, I actually thought about doing that as a topic in and of itself, but I have not done any of them this year. Yeah. I didn't mean this year. I just meant like in general. Oh. Oh, yeah. I've done a corn maze before. The haunted ones? Yes. I've done one. It's It always freaks me out because I'm afraid I'm going to fall and slip on the mud. I know. <laughs> I don't remember which one we did, but it's where we went that time to get our pumpkins. The what? 
The Savvy Island one? Yeah. Yeah. That's where I went to. Yeah. I don't know if they're doing their haunted one this year, but I know they definitely are doing their, like, their regular corn maze. Yeah. Well, they kind of... All right. I mean, they don't have to do the corn maze, but that's just how the corn grows at this point, because they haven't planted in between. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They don't have to do the corn maze, but they did. Yeah. So. Which I think is cool. It's an outdoor activity people can do. Just keep yourself spaced out. Yeah. Wear a mask. It's fine. Do you have anything else? Happy Halloween. Yeah. Happy Halloween. That's exciting. Sorry, my neighbors so, are outside talking. What? My neighbors are outside talking. Oh. Hi, neighbors. Is it the lady who's out there smoking all the time? That's the husband. Oh, no. Downstairs neighbor is the lady who smokes. Okay. But also my next door neighbor, the husband, sits out there and smokes all the time and watches stuff on his phone and we can hear it. <laughs> what a turd. All right. Uh, if you're listening on SoundCloud, go ahead and give us a like or a comment. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and a review. Those things really help us out. It helps people think uh, you think we're cool. And those things matter. Uh, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at YesDudePodcast. Mention us. We'll get back to you. Tell us what your favorite Halloween candy is. Maybe I'll do a poll on Twitter. I'm going to do a poll on Twitter this week. I'm not sure if I can leave it up for more than 24 hours, but I'll try. Head us up. Let us know what your favorite Halloween candy is uh, out of the... Maybe I'll just do a fruity or chocolate. I mean, you could do all that, but like we've already recorded the episode. Yeah, but we can promote it. I guess. Yeah. We can't like report on the results. No. We could next week. I'll figure something out. Okay. Anyways, I have nothing else to say. Happy Halloween. Have fun. Be safe. Uh, If you're out and about, wear a mask. Wash your hands. Check your candy. Check your kids' candy. And if you're out trick-or-treating, wear bright colors so you don't get hit by a cop. Any other tips? No. Stay inside. Don't go (laughs) trick-or-treating. Yeah. (laughs) That's my preference. That's our preference this year. Just don't go at all. Especially if you live in Arizona. Yeah. Stay safe, friends. Spooky Halloween. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah.